got to tell you, man, with COVID, these engineers, they're, they're like the skills, the board chops have <laughs> just gone so far downhill. I'm so disappointed. Oh. This is the last time I use this guy. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> I'm telling you, he's fired. Got to get through the rest of tonight's show. But this is WKCR FM New York, yes. WKCR HD1, WKCR.org. Might be where you're listening all over the world, or maybe you're even listening to the Deep Focus podcast, mm. which you can carry around in your pocket anywhere you go. You can even email it to your friends or text it to them if you want, because this is Deep Focus. I am Mitch Goldman. You are Mitch Goldman. <laughs> this is Jazz Alternatives. And I have the great privilege of being in the studio once again with Gary Lucas. It's my pleasure. Always a thrill to be here. I'm honored. What can I tell you, Mitch? You are one of the Knowledge Brothers. Oh, my goodness. There's a few Knowledge Brothers and sisters, of course, and I didn't mean to discriminate there in that designation. But uh, you are one of them. You are carrying the, the sacred knowledge of music and making sure it's disseminated on the highest level. I, I just Google stuff. That's all. <laughs> well, I don't know anything, so, man. Speaking of which, I just, right? I, the door was unlocked. I just walked in. I'm telling you. People don't believe me. But uh, we do We do have some knowledge. We do have some 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 ones and zeros, some recordings, yeah. uh, some true, true, true rarities of, uh, from, I can't even say discography because it's not even ever anything that's been on disc. But the recorded history of the brilliant artists that you're turning our attention to tonight. Yes. What are we going to listen to? Well, we are going to listen to Abdullah Ibrahim, a.k.a. Dollar Brand. For my money, about the greatest living jazz artist around. Uh, Long may he wave. I think he's 87, if I'm not mistaken. That sounds about right. About right. That's uh, that's a tall order, man. That's a tall order. I well, mean, I said about, just about <laughs> the great. I mean, you know, there's a lot of heavyweights out there, and uh, but he caught my attention in a major way. Tell me. Uh, I think this goes back to a period where I was about to leave my day job to strike out for the territories. Uh, as a solo guitarist, and this is going back to about 1988, 
And uh, it was an, an event, anyway, it took place at the old knitting factory. That was my first foray into music under my name. About that time, somebody gave me a soft cover book, I guess it would be like a coffee table type book called The Illustrated History of Jazz. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think it had a couple. I mean, I'm trying to remember. I had the that editors. book. It was kind of a bluish. Yeah, color. that's it. Yeah, big, large, a format. big, large format. With I had a lot book. of pictures. Yeah, and it was like if you want to know about you know happening jazz, this is the place to check it out. Now nowadays, you know, this is all on the internet, right? <laughs> but in those days, this is like a little bit prior to that. I spent a lot of time with that book. So I did that I. Book really well, yeah. Because I was really trying. I mean, I'd listen to jazz. I listened to all sorts of music, going back to the fifties. I don't want to date myself here, but okay, uh, it's all available on the public record of Wikipedia. I can't do anything about changing it, unfortunately. But uh, so yeah, that's you can check my age if you're interested. And uh, in the fifties, I would religiously before I could write my name sit in my parents' basement in our house in Syracuse and sit in a rocking chair and listen to the radio for hours at a time. And in those days, it was mainly AM, though, you know, FM came in, and then I had more choices. But I was just a music junkie. I just loved everything that I heard, and I, you know, I certainly gravitated towards more unusual sounds as I got older. But anyway, uh, I just became obsessed with music and started collecting it as soon as I could. Now, jazz was something, of course, you know, I was exposed to along the way, mainly through the WAER-FM, which was Circus University's radio station. They had some really good jazz shows. They even had Lou Reed did a jazz show there called Excursions on a Wobbly Rail, which is a Cecil Taylor tune. Wow. When he was an undergrad, he was playing a lot of free jazz. So, you know, it was all catnip to me, and uh, I loved it. Archie Shep, that's how I discovered Archie Shep, who did did a deep focus with you on Archie. Anyway, so, but but, uh, this book described an artist named Dollar Brand. I'm not sure if he was that, uh, if he had changed his name. I'd have to check that. But I was intrigued, and they were really touting an ECM solo piano album called African Piano. And said he goes into some real deep grooves, hypnotic grooves here based on drones. And I've always loved drones. I mean, in my own music with open tunings a lot on guitar, I get involved with drones with the electronic side of my playing too, I'll loop drums.
music from Abdullah Ibrahim that you've never heard. You're listening to WKCR. That came from the WKCR archives for this program, Deep Focus. I'm your host, Mitch Goldman, and very happy to have my guest in the studio, Gary Lucas. I'm happy to be here. And Gary, you uh, pointed the way to Abdullah Ibrahim. Um, did you, I don't know if, uh, I think those were all his compositions. We should say, well, let me back out for a second, let you know that this recording made in 2019 in Austria at the Intone Festival in Diersbach and um, solo piano, obviously. And some of these I recognize as Abdullah Ibrahim compositions. Um, do you want to? Uh, as far as I know, yeah, they are all original. We don't have uh, more information other than titles, but we heard Trieste, My Love, slash The Bucket. That was the opening cut. And then an original for Coltrane. A uh, big influence, as was really all the jazz lights of the late 60s. Oh, yeah. From the period where Abdullah Ibrahim lived in New York City uh, as a resident and interacted with really the cream of modern jazz for some years before returning to South Africa. Yeah, I think I always had this sense, you know, that there are certain stories that kind of follow him. One, of course, that he was... Uh, an exile from South Africa in Europe, and very shortly after he had left South Africa, he t cut to uh, the emergence of uh, Duke Ellington presents yes. the Dollar Brand Trio, Dollar Brand, the name that he was known by then, and um, on on no less a label than Frank Sinatra's Reprise Records, That's right. which and. You know, he had this kind of anointment from the greatest from of the great, from yes. Duke Ellington. And, but then he comes to New York and he becomes exposed to some of the conversations going on around the music yeah. at that time. Mangus, Roland Kirk. Yeah, and especially Coltrane, Coltrane as an influence, I think, on that scene and also in particular on him. Mm -hmm. And uh, And interestingly, you know, Coltrane at that time getting more interested in in compositions with fewer chords, and he's influenced by Indian music and all these influences and and African music and this stuff that's part of Abdul Ibrahim's native tongue starts to emerge and this style that we recognize. Yeah. So this is a uh, and it's it's in everything he does. I don't mean to mischaracterize any of the the um, the way that his music comes together because it is really distinctively him. And uh, but the compositions we heard also Nisa, did you hear that sound? Aspen and that last one was Blue Bolero. And um, yeah, these titles he has. Um, well, all I, there's just so much culture immersed in what he's doing and in a seemingly a very um, 
it almost doesn't even feel like uh, something of deliberation. Yeah, no, it just flows out of him, which is beautiful. Yeah. It's really transcendentally uh, awesome moments listening to this music. Absolutely. Yeah. And that whole school of music that he represents, so influenced by what he's done in Cape Town, South Africa, and um, it's it's very, very distinctive kind of uh, presentation. Cave jazz. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wish we had more of that here, actually. But uh, you gotta, you gotta seek it out where you find it. Yes. And there are some, there's some great musicians in New York that come out of that tradition. And uh, yeah, always, always a pleasure when you hear it. Um, I see. There's a Ramsey Lewis composition way down at the oh, end yeah. here. Wade in the water. Yes. Wow, and we we should note the passing of the great Ramsey Lewis. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he was. Um, it's interesting thinking of those two guys in the same breath: Abdul Ibrahim and Ramsey Lewis. And there's a Duke Ellington in a sentimental mood. Yep, that Ellington was seemingly never far from the thoughts yeah. of Abdul Ibrahim. Should we? <laughs> well, I'd say switch it up. But we could always come back to that. Could do, want. could do. We've got so many great choices to make here. True. Um, what are you thinking? Well, let's see now. We do have a set from 1980 at the Theater in Basel. Yeah. Switzerland. Yeah, this is very a, interesting. I yes. mean, he, um, so I think Abdul Ibrahim kind of moved back and forth between, um, as we said, he'd been uh, exiled from South Africa in the early 60s in Europe. And then, and I got a really interesting, um, I got something from Charlie Blass. I don't know if I'm going to be able to find it this quickly. But um, he sent me a little archive of, I don't know, how, do you know Charles? I do, Charlie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Great guy. Charlie's a great guy. Charlie lives in Zurich. Yes. And he uh, still, uh, he's a former new music director and a great, great programmer and a great friend great and guy. partner. Of, uh, he and I did lots of cool stuff together. But um, yeah, here we go. He sent me this archive of, um, from 1963. This is in German. And I'm trying to figure out. Um, yeah, from Zurich, where he lives. Mm. Dollar Brand Trio. And it's a flyer from, he said it, Charlie said it's right around the corner from where he is in Zurich. And um, uh, there's photos and a flyer from this club, Das Jazz Zentrum am Zaringerplatz mm. in Zurich. <laughs> and uh, good accent. <laughs> um, take a look at this and great photos, really beautiful, beautiful photos of a youthful um, Abdul Ibrahim. I'm going to hand it to you. Oh, okay. And uh, there's also some that you just mentioned, Rasan Roland Kirk. He's in these photos. Oh, wow. So I think this was one of um, obviously one of oh, Abdul yeah. Ibrahim's very early Amazing. experiences in Europe. So there he is in Europe. Oh, wow. Um, and I think it was his wife, Satima. Benjamin, who got his music to Ellington, and obviously, uh, you know, Duke Ellington 
didn't do anything that Duke Ellington didn't want to do, but he heard that music and uh, created, set up the situation for him to record that album. Then he comes to New York, and as we mentioned, he's um, caught up in the scene and uh, the explosion of music happening around here. He goes back to South Africa. He's he's now uh, got this new insight and energy about the music and goes back to uh, South Africa, he re- records and performs there. And then um, another, I don't know if we mentioned the Sharpville Massacre in 1960, and his response to that was part of what drove him to leave. 19... 19- 76, the Soweto uprising and police firing on children. Oh, yeah. And um, he made a public statement um, supporting the ANC, the African National Congress. And it was time to go. Once again, he came to New York. And in New York, he finds this community, some of the same people that he'd been working with before, but definitely a very supportive audience and musicians that were... uh, appreciated what he was doing were happy and proud to contribute to it um many i'm sure there are a lot of listeners who still remember lots of great nights week-long engagements at sweet basil on 7th avenue south year after year after year and this was around that time and these are some of the same musicians who were part of that band at that time carlos ward carlos ward i gotta say first among equals and he should be better known, alto sax player. Absolutely, flute. Absolutely, and he. You listen to this every time he starts playing. Just the whole. I mean, they're all. They're really of. There's a great mind meld going on among all these oh, yeah. musicians. But Craig Harris. Craig Harris is a guy. One who of can, the great. Yeah, greatest he, trombone player. Just about. Absolutely. Uh, both those guys have been Super on the show nice with guy. me many times. And both of them, you and I have both seen drive a band single-handedly oh, yeah. and just create a level well, of energy. i got to say I was really honored to share a moment with Craig at a concert that my friend, the late Hal Wilner, uh, attempted to put on. We were range out. Ah. Oh. At uh, she's uptown at uh, Lincoln Center, was it? Yeah. But yeah, uh, and it was called on a kind of rain. It was right at the. It was a Nino Rota tribute. I remember that. Yeah. Which unfortunately was never <laughs> to be heard, and now Hal is gone, an early victim. Just uh, turn your mic. Yeah. Okay. There you go. And now Hal's gone as an early yeah. victim of COVID. I don't think it even ended up raining, did it? it wasn't even Oh, it, it rained a bit, it? Yeah. but it wasn't, yeah. They, they, I don't know. It was just tragic, but anyway, I love the sound of Craig Harris. Yeah, great. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's tremendous on this. Everybody is in the rhythm section. So Abdullah Ibrahim, you're here on piano. He's also Tim playing soprano saxophone and vocals. Uh, Alonzo Gardner is the bassist. Andre Strobert on the drums. And this is from the Stadt Theater in Basel, Switzerland, December of 1980. And um, this piece starts out with this piece, um, Ishmael, and you'll hear Abdullah Ibrahim vocalizing, I think, in Arabic. And uh, but he gives everybody some solo space here. Okay. And um, 
Yeah, it's a great uh, quintet set. This is this to me is very emblematic of that period of time. Um, he uh, his life back and forth between South Africa and elsewhere, um, New York in particular, seems to be bracketed by these historic moments. I think he was here until the end of apartheid when Mandela became president. I think that's when he went back home to Cape Town. Right. So um, so this was a very fruitful period, and here they are on tour in Basel. Again, from the WKCR archives, the show is called Deep Focus. I'm your host, Mitch Goldman. So happy to have Gary Lucas here in the studio with me. My pleasure. And let's hear some more live music from Abdullah Ibrahim. WKCR.
Allah, 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 Allah,
WKCRFM New York, WKCRHD1, WKCR.org. We are in Basel, Switzerland. It's December 3rd, 1980. Listening to music from Abdullah Ibrahim, formerly Dollar Brand. And he's there with the quintet with Craig Harris on trombone, Carlos Ward, alto saxophone and flute. Alonzo Gardner on the bass, Andre Strobert on the drums, and you heard Abdul Ibrahim's piano and soprano saxophone and 
vocals there. And um, all of this inspired by the suggestion of our guest on Deep Focus, Gary Lucas. Yes, I'm a dollar brand partisan. And uh, I was knocked out when I first heard some of these anthemic big band pieces of his I want to mention. Soweto is where it's at. One of the best. Uh, Mannenberg. Yeah. These are like anthems that are so strong with their melodies and uh, joy, joyous playing. Yeah. Very evocative of particular places in South Africa, his native land. And he talks about all this stuff. It's very... I, I, I'm, I'm always cautious to read too much into song titles because, you know, sometimes you talk to artists who play instrumental music and you ask them and there's some great rich poetry behind the title and sometimes just like, oh, yeah, I didn't even have a name for that one. They, you know, the publisher put that on there or something or, you know, you think it means one thing and it means something entirely different. But when you see a pattern emerge like in Abdul Ibrahim's music and you mentioned a couple of things like Soweto is where it's at, Soweto, the black township outside of Johannesburg, Manenberg, which became, you and I were off mic about this, that that was uh, a theme song yes. of the liberation movement, the right. anti-apartheid movement. And these are these, you know. Cherry, that's another, I mean, maybe not as anthemic, but a delightful piece. You know, oh, now this is an interesting. Shrimp thing. boats are coming. His covers. Yeah, I, I would urge anybody who really wants to jump into Dollar Brand for these anthemic type songs to check out. I think it's digital only. An album called Peace. To me, like that's one of the great ones, along with African Piano. I've been wanting to ask you this question, sure. Gary Lucas. You now, listeners, if. You maybe you know the maybe you, I'm sure you have a lot of great fans in the audience, but there's probably people who are maybe know your name or maybe are discovering you for the first time or maybe Googling right now, figuring all that out. You people associate you with Captain Beefheart, who you first yes. came to prominence with, with uh, Jeff Buckley, who you wrote with and brought to the forefront, and he emerged as a... Uh, One of the best artists of the 90s, if not all time. Yeah, and and was on a stunning trajectory that he never... Yeah. We never got to see fulfilled, let alone he never got to see, because he died very young, very suddenly and sadly, And um, but you had a huge amount to do with his emergence. But then also all this other music that you've played that you people you've played with that you've written about and talked about and drawn inspiration from and in a certain way I made uh, we were talking off mic a reference of you being one of the oh, I, I paid you a compliment the actually. gourmand one of the great gourmands of the New York old school and I was oh, okay. meant something very particular by that that you really do have this kind of all-consuming desire for music. But it's to me, it's not so much just encyclopedic that you, know, you want to uh, incorporate everything there is, but I feel like there is 
a through line through all of it that you're um, it's not just that uh, Chinese pop music and the, uh, the, the Archie Shep um, that they're wonderful because they're so different but I feel like there's something that the, you hear that me, they have in common yeah the connecting dots or the breadcrumbs that lead you to my musical taste would be elements of blues incorporated into everything that I play and the music that I love the most. And yes, we could talk a lot about that, what are blues and what constitutes blues, but in my definition, anything where you can hear the sound of a human crying out instrumentally or vocally in ecstasy or pain that involves sliding pitches. Uh, also could be melisma, you know, in vocal line as in gospel, soaring vocals that go from highest register to lowest notes and play around in the scales doing it in one fell swoop or instrumentally anything that sort of inhabits the space between a white note and a black note on a piano. These kind of interstitial sounds. That, to me, is the essence of blues. It's sort of, whoops. Th this, uh, this kind of indeterminate slur in pitch, if you want to break it down. And uh, why I like, I mean, the music that I That's Gary Lucas in a deep focus that aired. September 19th, 2022 on WKCR. I'm your host, Mitch Goldman. And that was part one of three parts. So you got two more big chunks of that. There's a little moment, I don't know if you caught it in the beginning, a little fade out of Gary talking about drones and uh, the music fades up. We had a flaw in the recording, which is really a shame. Gary was talking about some very interesting stuff. If you happen to have recorded this show off the air and you have it, please do get in touch. You could find us, you can email us, deepfocusnow at gmail.com, deepfocusnow at gmail.com. I'd love to know if you have that because we don't have it. Just a couple of minutes, but it was kind of key stuff that Gary was saying. Anyway, there, he says so much great stuff on this show and we have so much fantastic music. I'm going to let you get around to it. See you over at part two. It's deep focus.